Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. We think you probably know this by now, but we continue to say it because more of you are listening. There's there's new listeners every week, which we're excited about. Yeah. So we'll take this little moment to say hi and thank you for listening. Word. And uh, if you are not subscribed to us on iTunes, please do that. Uh, leave us a well rate, rate our show. Give us some stars. Uh, leave a review. Those things help. Uh, it's always nice to see that. Uh, for those of you that don't know already, uh, you can find Kevin and I on Twitter. I'm at Nick Youssef, N-I-C-K-Y-O-U-S-S-E-F. Kevin? I'm at Kevin G. Christie. Uh, our, our, our awesome, our occasionally awesome podcast is, uh, is available on iTunes, on SoundCloud. It's also on Stitcher. Um, I have a website you can go to for updates for like road gigs, to, uh, um, uh, Twitter information, album information. Uh, I have an album on iTunes that I just put out called Stop Not Owning This. Uh, please do as the album title says and can stop not owning it. Um, it's going to be out on vinyl very soon. I know I've said that a couple times, but the date is getting near. The artwork is finished for the back of the album. Uh, it's very, very close. There'll be a limited run of vinyl. I will post information on my website, on Twitter, on Instagram uh, to let you know. Uh, some of you have expressed interest in it, so you will be able to have it in your hands. It will be yours. It's coming out. I'm very excited about that. Uh, Kevin, anything you'd like to inform our listeners about? The final episode of Masters of Sex bum, bum, bum. is this Sunday. You will watch it <laughs> or else... <laughs> Um, yeah, thank you to those people who have watched it and have said nice things to me on the internet. I really appreciate it. Awesome. One episode left. That's it's going to be a banger. I already know what happens because I would end it. You were in it. So, but yes, please watch it. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, and for any uh, information, you guys, uh, some of you like to share stuff with us. We always talk about music and clothing and coffee and this and that and stuff that just we're into skating and art and that kind of stuff. Um, you can contact me. There's an email on my website, contact at uh to share some cool stuff that you may have heard of or that you like. Uh, we're always in the hearing about new things. Yeah. Um, and uh, this episode is Kevin and I uh, shooting the shit. We don't have guests every week, which is, uh, I think, good. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, we like having guests because we, we have our friends on. But yeah. uh, for a while, we were doing like you know pretty much every other week. It would be guests, no guests, and we're trying to go towards that again more. Yeah. Um, and sometimes people throw ideas at us for like you know themed episodes and stuff. Like someone gave us, so you guys should do '90s music one, and which we did a while back with Max. We were like, oh, we got yeah. to do a combo '90s music and have a guest. Yeah. Um, so we had Max Collins uh, from Eve Six and uh, his solo work now that's out. Yep. Um, so yeah, if you guys have like cool ideas for one, someone threw out tattoo artist. So okay. I said you guys should have a tattoo artist on, um, which we've thought about. We're, we're, we want to find the right one, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Um, so that one's uh, potentially coming up. Um, but yeah, this one we read some fucking read some weird article <laughs> about a girl who got a third boob implanted. And I was like, there's no way that's real. I looked up the article. It was real. So we start. We opened the show talking about how fucking insane that is. Um, and then we just kind of get into, you know, just some other shit. I, I was in New York for like 10 or 11 days. We talked about that. And, 
uh, how the clothing styles are out there and how you know um, yeah how kind of cool it is you like see people from head to toe and you know uh, that kind of stuff and the amount of coffee places I visited which is a number you're gonna have to wait and hear on the episode uh, I'll tell you this cliffhanger it's more than five okay it's also in the double digits yeah um, okay so yeah this is a fun episode it's good to be home but I also miss New York very cool though yeah no. I also did get to experience like 10 or 11 days of great weather you know yeah. so like in another month or two I'm gonna be like ooh I'm glad I'm not there yeah fucking zero degrees yeah you luck no out as, far as timing I know um, but yeah thank you to uh, Stand Up New York uh, the stand two super awesome venues Gotham I got to perform at the first weekend I was there uh, the Laughing Devil out in Long Island City in Queens uh, but the stand in Stand Up New York were fucking amazing to me if you live out there those are two clubs you should definitely go watch shows the stand just celebrated its two year anniversary uh, they, they always have great comments they, they have like a great eye for it it's kind of it's a lot like the comedy store in that like we're here for the comics anything goes you, yeah. you guys are not limited by any you can say and do whatever you want it's like a place for the comics um, it's great there so I, I recommend those two places for stand up for sure and, uh, and that's it. Enjoy this episode of Occasionally Awesome. Sex! <laughs> okay, normally we don't... This is not like a topical news show in any no, way. No, but just I, I mean, think just start by reading the facts. Um, These are facts. He, you're reading facts. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of clarify that because we're about to get into okay. a news story. Okay. This is fresh off the wires. Yeah, yeah. This is happening now. Breaking news. Jasmine Tridival gets third boob because, quote, I don't want to date anymore. This is an actual news item. Right. This happened fucking today. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Let's just go through this in case you guys haven't... Haven't read the what was probably in the weird and unusual section yeah. of the news, and if, has now worked its way into just front page shit. If you read it, you didn't believe it at first, and you kept yeah. reading, and you're like, "No, come on." Yeah. So a Florida woman spent twenty thousand dollars to get a third boob surgically implanted on her chest in a twisted attempt to look less attractive to men. "Quote: I don't want to date anymore." Jasmine Tridevil, Tridevil. I don't know. T R I D E V I L. I'm going to say. Try devil. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Um, age 21. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so she's already over dating. She's, she's hey. done. I've been doing this five years now, man. and I'm, I'm over it. Uh, and I just also watched Total Recall. Yeah. So I'm going to put these two feelings together yep. and get a third boob. Uh, she said this in a recent radio broadcast when asked why she added the extra mammary complete with an artificial nipple and tattoo to resemble an areola. But she's still proud of the triple nipple. On her Facebook page, which of course she now has one, she thanks followers for sharing YouTube videos featuring her swiveling her hips in a tri-cut bikini. Holy shit. Wow. (laughs) She also hired a camera crew to follow her around so she can pitch a reality show to MTV. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. This is fucking great. This is like right out of uh, the graphic novel Transmetropolitan which takes place in a dystopian future <laughs> where there are like 
it, you know, now we have like, oh, there's the punks and the goths right. and the skaters and whatever. In their future, they have people who there are like groups of people who uh, get robotic implants and right. you know have stuff like that. So that's like a, a sect of. Of, yeah. of the culture is there's the punks and then there's the robot people. Right. There's the people that get crazy implants. That's just part of, you know, part of life. Uh, it's just background stuff that happens. It, the graphic novel follows like a journalist who's living in this like retarded world. And you know what I call that dystopian future? Japan right now. Yeah, yeah. Because like I've, when you look at pictures, like there's guys, at first they were, they were rockabillies. Well, then that wasn't enough. You had Elvis rockabillies that had to have taller pompadours. Mm-hmm. Then there became a subset of dudes yeah. that grew their hair so long, and then the pompadour would stand like around two feet off top of their head. They have to have like wire framing inside of it. To it, hold it, it would, up? There's like a thing. I don't know, but it was so tall. It was like a, a level of hairspray and things where it's like the level of specificity to stand out. Or those like girls that dress as ghosts. They yeah. cover themselves in like pancake white makeup. They wear all white. They like have white contacts. Like it's insane. There's a book. Um, I, I don't know. I remember what it's called, but it's just pretty much about Japanese uh, pop culture and, and fashion trends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every three pages, it's like here's the people that dress like Pokemon characters. Yeah. Here's the people that dress like children. And it's just like they're holding lollipops and they have these like propeller hats on and like bright colored clothing. They look like they're out of fantasy novels. It's insane over there. Yeah, I wonder if that's a thing you can do in... Is that like off work? Like when you're done and you're not at work? Like do they dress like that at work? They go to their job dressed like a baby? Or is I, that just I like don't s- know. some social time shit? I think it's probably so. Because how many outfits like that can you possibly have? I don't, I don't know. And what kind of job would allow that? <laughs> I don't know. What's I mean like, here in LA, if you look super weird, you have to work in a clothing store. Yeah, or like in a, a weird clothing store. store or a record store, mm-hmm. tattoo parlor, I guess. I mean, a third boob would be easy to hide. Again, the the problem with her decision is, I don't think you made yourself less attractive. You just made yourself super attractive to a really weird group of people. Oh yeah, you really just upped it. Yeah, there are going to be people, so many people, sending her Facebook messages like, "Hey, I would love to have sex with you." How many people? When I was a kid, I was like, "I want to fuck that total recall chick with the three tits." Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So there's all those people that are like, "Well, I can, th- I can now live out that fantasy if I can ever meet this girl." Yeah. No, you. But I mean, I, th- I feel like the my initial take is that her, I don't want to date anymore. Is this is all just I want a TV show thing? Oh yeah. So yeah. it's like, well, if if I get a third boob and say that I I did it because I want to be sexier, that's like the, it's like that's like the least feminist decision of all time. Yeah. And it's like the dumbest, like it's it's the saddest thing ever. You've also now made more men, more men than ever feel like, oh, I I wanted a, yet another appendage to yeah. objectify. Yeah, yeah. There's like, I'm already, I like, like asses and legs and tits, and now guys yeah. can be like, oh, a third boob? That yeah. If three's you, better than two. If you think she's the, f- the last one to do this, you're wrong. Now it's happened. By the way, her MTV show better be called Three's Company. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't call it that. Guys, Nick nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my it God. better be called Three's Company. I, you're... <laughs> I mean, I mean, which one's named Chrissy? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that! Oh. No, someone else will do this. She's on her way to doing porn, probably. Yeah. 
This only could have happened in Florida. Twenty grand seems like a lot of money to get this done. Well, but it I, said that um, skin stretching though, because I thought to myself, the skin between the boobs is actually quite tight. So I, I I found myself wondering how they stretch the skin out enough to fit an entire breast implant in there. Oh, actually, here here's this next paragraph has uh, has the answers. Yes, please. She told Real Radio one of four point one that she reached out to more than fifty doctors before one agreed to perform the surgery. Right. Which you'd have to think that huge price tag came with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I'll do this. Oh, so fifty said no. Well, I'll do it for yeah. twenty thousand dollars yeah the operation involved taking skin tissue from her abdomen adding a silicone implant and grafting it between her two natural breasts here's a quote it was really hard finding someone that would do it too because they're breaking the code of ethics she said but i got a breast implant and a mini implant to make it look like there's a nipple poking out try devil a pseudonym it turns out so there really is yeah it's probably meant to be try devil yeah because try yeah yeah um Says her parents aren't fond of the surgery. Oh, really? No. Well, that's I'm guessing her parents aren't fond of her in general, and that has a lot to do with what's going on. And they're probably on. not originally from Florida, because <laughs> if they were, they'd be like, yep, sounds good. This is a perfectly <laughs> reasonable thing for you to do, us being Florida natives and all. You're our new state bird. <laughs> yeah. Even in carnival sideshows, Tri-Devil's physique would strike many as out of this world. Um, here's a quote from a guy named Mark Hartzman. You couldn't have done that in the early 20th century, Mark Hartzman said, who literally wrote the book on American Sideshow. Yeah. He told HuffPost weird news, of course. That kind of cosmetic surgery wasn't around. People aren't born that way, and I haven't seen any Sideshow actors with three breasts that I can recall. I like that he thinks, like, I may have seen one but forgot it. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> quite sure. Uh, well, there's some crazy nights back there in Tulsa. Our own HuffPost UK thinks Tri-Devil may have taken the idea from Total Recall, a film that made one woman with three breasts famous in 1990. Yeah. And since Tri-Devil isn't revealing who her doctor is, the site also cast doubt on the boobs' authenticity. Huh. Mm-hmm. We think you'll agree prosthetics are pretty convincing. It could be that Tri-Devil simply followed suit and has, hasn't been under the knife after all. Because uh, I, I saw a quick picture of it, and it looked pretty seamless, which to me seemed incorrect because even if you had it done for real mm-hmm. i would think that the skin wouldn't skin graft skin doesn't match routinely mm-hmm. when you because it's from a different part of your body and it all looked pretty good so i i don't i mean i didn't see like noticeable scar tissue and grafts when you attach a skin graft it's not like there's one seam there's a lot of seams it's a it's like a rectangle yeah so i i mean this may be this may be a hoax i mean it might be you need to get her an x-ray Oh, yeah. She needs an x-ray. Because, yeah, the reason is bullshit. Just follow her when she gets on a plane. Have her go through the thing. Oh, yeah. And that's done and done. I mean, if she's trying to pitch a show, they're going to want to prove that it's real. They're going to be like, look, before we move forward... We need to have this three-armed intern. Unless, of course, it's it's <laughs> you up. Unless, of course, it's MTV. In which case, they're like, we've already been filming you, so we already have. We don't care. Yeah. Or they'll MTV will find out it's fake and go look, but we'll pay for the real one because <laughs> the show's going to be a hit. I'm telling you, this is not the first one. Mm-hmm. It, th- I mean, okay, this is the first one we know of. This will not be the last one if it's real. Oh no! I mean, this kind of thing is going to just keep happening. This is gauge earrings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, I mean, I saw. So kids are just getting full. There was a kid who just had a full hole in the side of his face. I posted a picture of that. On, his cheek. On Instagram. Yeah, he got a ring. Yeah. Like yeah. a hole fucking in his, the side of his face. Yeah. And then he put like, you know, the ring kind of around around yeah. the opening. 
And he also had his tongue split in half. Yeah. You know that, that thing? I, don't, I can't remember what it's called. And it's he called was, a mistake. Yeah, right. In the picture, he was like sticking his tongue out through that hole and it yeah. was split. And you're just like, and of course, he was probably Japanese. He was some kind of Asian. He, did, he didn't look Asian to me. I kind of remember him being it like been a different Latin. Guy then. No, because I, I think that's how I saw the picture was oh, on really? your thing. It was the gross. You're like, cool, you're gross. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is... Uh, when the technology is available, people are doing. It. I'm sure ten years ago, people looked at people with gauged earrings and were just like, "You're a monster. You're destroying your body." You can really speed up your sadness now. Yeah, I mean, this is a decision that would have been stopped a lot, several times, but now, I mean, there's just no version of it that's good. There's no version of this where that isn't just like, "Oh, bummer." Have you seen the Barbie Girls? Yeah. Those are really weird, too. Those are really... Uh, there was one just um, the other day, and, and the woman literally said, I wanted to make myself look ridiculous. <laughs> like, she, she's like, I wanted to have, like, crazy balloon lips. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the goal. Yeah, they, there was that blonde one from, like, Russia or wherever she's mm-hmm. from. She's, like, 21 or 22. And she'd had a ton of plastic surgery, but there was also a video of her applying all her makeup that helps right. exaggerate and make the features look very plastic. Yeah. And uh, and you watch it, and you're just like, "What happened to you? Or yeah. where? Why?" Do you I always wonder how they get the money because there, there's a kid who uh, spent like I think I want to say fifty grand to look like Justin Bieber. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, he's a British kid, I believe, and uh, he doesn't look like Justin Bieber at all, or he does kind of ish, but not really. Uh-huh. But the problem is, he had so much face work done; it's that weird shiny tight. It looks like odd. Yeah, because it's pulled all the wrong directions, so it's like it, it looks like wood going the wrong d- grains going the wrong way. Yeah, but you and wonder all individual features are all exaggerated looking. It's yeah, like and you just can odd. Tell right away when people have had plastic surgery. Yeah, no one looks. And I mean, okay, look, but but to be fair, maybe there are some people we can't tell, and they just have the really good kind. You, I hear that about celebrities all the time, where yeah. it's like someone goes, "Dude, Michelle Pfeiffer looks so good for her age," and it's because. They get it incrementally. Is yeah. the mistake people make is they go get the they get like an overhaul. Yeah, they the do thing, everything at once. Yeah, the thing you're supposed to do, I guess, is like get little tiny things done one at a time. So it's not like all of a sudden the the huge bags from your eyes are gone. Uh-huh. Like John Kerry, our current Secretary of State, mm-hmm. got a shit ton of work done. I think he knew he was going to be Secretary of State and was like, "Well, let's get the face fixed." Mm. Like he, he got a new chin. And he used to have jowls. But why? For for a government job? What's the point of... I don't know. It's so weird to me. It's so weird. And it, his face looks like oddly shiny and tight. And his jowl... It, like the, his, if you look at old pictures of him, he, he looked like a, an owl. And now he, he, he looks like an odd drawing of a businessman in a 50s comic. Like I want it the other way with government officials where it's like the older you look, it, to me it's like, all right, you're working hard. You've aged yeah, a you lot. Yeah, you look like shit. Year. You look like you are dying. Yeah, and that means you're working hard for America. Yeah, I, I mean, but then again, he has access to like so much money because <laughs> of his wife. Oh, wait. Who's his wife again? His She's wife, uh, heir to the Heinz Ketchup. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, he married into, like, billions. That's right. So that's the kind of shit where the doctor comes to your house. 
When you have real money, the surgeries don't take place. You can't have a famous person going to some hospital. Like they do that stuff other places off site where there's like a hotel room. You like you get the procedure done. It's attached to a hotel room, and you stay. There's places like that in Beverly Hills that are like oh, really? plastic surgery places where you get the procedure and you stay there, so you don't have to like you stay there while you heal. So there's no like celebrity getting into a car with a bandage on their face. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to hide all that stuff. But yeah, he did it too fast. Yeah, looks, I mean, which is, to me, such a double standard, because if Hillary Clinton had that much work done, people would be losing their minds. Yeah, they would. I mean, she, it would ruin her chances of running. Okay, not ruin. It would hurt her chances of running for president. Yeah, they'd use it in the elections. Like, do you want a woman who's yeah. not confident in how she looks? Do you want her checking her makeup while bombs are dropping? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just you can make that case. What else will she use her money on? Yeah. 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 Hope she doesn't run our country's budget the way she uses yeah. her own. <laughs> Vote for this old fat dude. America already uses enough plastic. <laughs> yeah. You want a woman who's using more on her face don't we have enough plastic <laughs> yeah yeah but like he does it and no like i would i i've tweeted about it probably four times and i don't even get that much action because i don't even think people notice as much it's so obvious to me his face looks like a saddle most people probably don't even know what he does in washington i think it's just such a double standard they probably look at that guy and go didn't he run for president oh, yeah whatever and then they go oh, moving on to the next thing Ooh, yeah, it's like third boob lady i'll people read about this want, you know like it's like bruce jenner's face is ridiculous looking so is kenny like kenny rogers yeah you expect it with those types of celebrities you're like oh yeah now this is this is the phase of your career now okay you're doing all the this minute you stuff. start performing in vegas on a regular basis i don't know what happens there but like Wayne Newton, Smokey Robinson, and Kenny Rogers look like the exact same person now. Yeah. Which they shouldn't. They should look Carrot very different. Too. Carrot top too. Yeah. I don't know what happens there. It maybe it's there's so many billboards with your face on them that you start to really overthink your face. Yeah, maybe. Or you're like, well, I'm making a ton of money all the time, and it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's just like a glamour Vegas thing I mean, to do. Kenny Rogers is in a new commercial. He looks like an Asian man. Because they also dress differently when they start yeah, performing in Vegas. Yeah, for sure. They dress very 70s Vegas showman. Lions on things. Yeah. It's weird. Like weird ruffles. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I don't know. I guess I noticed that stuff. There's a lot more gray hair in my beard now. Right. I guess I notice it. I'm like, ah, I'm older. <laughs> I can't do anything about it. I'm not going to dye it. You could, yeah, I mean, that's something you could do, but you just won't. I, that, to me, it's again, it's a slippery slope. It is, because, yeah, you do that, then what? I, I, I was just going to ask you that question, is what plastic surgery would you get? Oh. Say someone was like, it's paid for. Pick one thing, go for it. I would get the, the, the fat area around my, like, waist, like fr- that freezing thing. What freezing thing? You can freeze the fat off your body. And then chisel it off. I don't know how. I don't know what happens. It just says freezing. But like the air, just like the areas that like even when I work out, they kind of won't go away. Uh-huh. Or calf implants. Are you serious? Yeah, that's such a weird one. Well, I, skinny legs, you can't really. It's a lot of heredity. Although I mean, you bike, or you have to bike as much as you bike. Which I'm not my, doing. But my calves aren't like big though. They're not, but they're like proportional. Yeah, I guess so. They, like, have a contour to them. I have pretty skinny legs. I get calf implants. The rest of my body, I don't really hate. Like, I, the rest of my body, I could make look how I want to through actual normal working out. But I think everyone has that area of their body they just can't get, like, you kind of can't get to it in a weird way. You can make those love handles or whatever part of your way. You can make them go away. It would just take way more work. Yeah, it's like, t- you got to have a, that's what I think, you got to have such a specific diet 
yeah. and such a specific workout regimen that I kind of don't want that life. Yeah, you'd have to do that forever mm-hmm. or just the one-off freezing the fat and yeah. having it siphoned out. And that kind of plastic surgery isn't even expensive. That stuff's like 1500 bucks, two grand. That's it? Yeah. Wow. It's not a ton. It, the problem is, though, those are the, the sketchy dudes. It's those simple procedures where, like, oh, this guy's four grand in Beverly Hills. There's a guy in, you know, like Sherman Oaks who's 900. It's like, there's a reason. It's Tijuana. It's like 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> there's all that stuff. There literally is that. You can get like back alley plastic surgery. Wow. It's, um, you know. What did you get? What would you do? I don't think I'd get anything. Yeah. Like, I don't. See, but you've worked out enough to like where you don't like need anything. I'm not there yet. Well, I mean, if I really sat there and thought about it, like, oh, maybe I can, you know, lose a little more here or this can be better here. But it's ultimately, I'm like, I've gone this far. I think I'd like more of a chin. I'd take more of a chin. You get a chin implant? I don't know. I wouldn't need a chin implant. I'd probably just need to, like, pin back the skin that connects my neck to my chin. Uh There's something that happens there. It's not that I have, like, a super short profile. It's just it doesn't connect in a way that I like. I notice it when I watch uh, the uh, Masters of Sex uh-huh. that when I don't have a beard, if they shoot me in profile, I look weird. I look not good. And that like, does it bother you to the point where you would really consider doing that? No. <laughs> I don't want surgery, dude. Yeah, whenever people are like, yeah, you just pin this back or stretch that, I'm like, ah, oh, no, no. Yeah. Like when I was a teenager... I thought I was like, oh, I'll get a nose job. I was like, that would be something I'd want to do. Because when I was younger, it would get made fun of. But then it's like after I was 19, 20, 21, 20, uh, it just was something I never thought about again. And then I was like, I can't believe I wanted to do that. Well, yeah. And if you don't get it young, it's weird. If you don't get that handled early, it'd be like if you got a nose job now, it would be so weird. Oh, yeah. it would. Remember when Jennifer Grey did it? Yeah. It changed her entire face. Yeah. The face that we already knew. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. And when you think about it, like, there's enough people out there that find your thing attractive. Yeah. Like, I've had girls that are like, I love the shape of your nose. And you're like, oh, okay, that's that's a thing people are into. I like... And I'm sure there are girls that are like, I do not like the shape of your... And it's like, okay, that's fine, too. I like... Uh, like, I... On girls, I actually like a bigger nose. I oh, really? think it... I find it attractive. I don't... I don't. And I... I re, by the way, huge crush on Jennifer Grey and Ferris Bueller. Oh, really? Like, I thought... I thought Ferris's sister was so hot. That's funny. I don't know. I wonder who the first girl... I mean, I think it was... My my elementary school friend Scott Cohen, his sister Wendy, had kind of a, a not big, but just like a nose. She had an actual nose, uh-huh. and I thought she was just the hottest thing ever. So, but yeah, I like I I mean I I just like someone who's more unique looking. Right. So like if you put if you take what ostensibly is an attractive woman's face and add a nose that's maybe not like just like a tiny button nose, I think it makes them look unique and and more attractive. Yeah, it's cool when there's like one weird kind of thing. Angelica like, oh, Houston. Unique. If you look at like her when she was young. What's the Arquette sister with the one weird Patricia, tooth? yeah. Yeah, I like Jules that. Tooth. Remember Jules Snaggletooth? Yeah. Hot. Real hot. Yeah, it's good to have like a like a unique thing. You as long out. as it's not a third boob. Right, right. <laughs> that is a weird fucking thing. And again, this girl is twenty one years old. She has no fucking idea 
She'll get it taken out. What she wants. That, that, that also, when I first thought, I was like, oh, surgery's easy. Especially getting it taken out. You get it taken out for free if you do it on TV. Tell Dr. Oz you feel bad and let him do a show about it. And right. have him like give you your life back. Say you're ready for love. She may be a PR genius. Right. I mean, it's so easy to sell. Hey, the girl with three boobs wants to do an hour-long special where you help her get the third Hour? boob out. It'll be like two hours. You could do a show. It's about her getting the boob taken out, the process, getting her life back, you know who's going on her first date. over this? Who? TLC. You mean TMZ? No, no t- Oh, the, the show. T- I, when, <laughs> Tim, let me just tell you, when you said TLC, I thought of the rap group. That's, oh, that's the, still the first thing that pops into my mind. That's hilarious. <laughs> and will be hopefully the rest of my life. I was like, Well, really? that's a good sign because that means that you don't aggressively watch no. TLC. And I was like, like, what's Oh, the t- Honey Boo Boo channel. I literally thought, what's T-Boz going to do about this? <laughs> yeah, she didn't How's care. Chili getting involved? Right. God rest left eye. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah no. This is their dream. Yeah, because they do shows that have weird ass shit like this. They're gonna be, they're gonna be. There's gonna be a bidding war between TLC and MTV for the rights to this girl's life. Yeah, I hope she gets a lot of money. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they. Or you can't trust this woman with money. Obviously, she'll just start buying new boobs. Yeah, she'll have like six by the end of the second season. I mean, where would you put? I mean, that's always the joke: uh, a boob in the back for dancing. Right, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I worry. I mean, I just worry about her psychological state. <laughs> it's obviously not. Even if you, fa- even if it's fake, to fake a publicity stunt to this degree, right? Is like what kind of breakup did she just go through? Where a, she's like, I'm getting a, a third. biggie. But at 21, like what? The- That's the problem. Is everything <sighs> sped up now? So this is like. This is like a weird 28-year-old person that's... This would normally be like a 28-year-old weirdo that came to Hollywood, thought they were going to be famous, failed, mm-hmm. got on drugs, mm-hmm. and now is trying to just be completely crazy. But now, by the time you're, that stuff's all happening so young... I mean, maybe it's good in that because it happens to things are happening younger, it gives them more time to fix it and start over. They're starting over younger? Yeah. I mean, you've had a full-blown nervous breakdown before 30... You've got a lot of years to fix it. Yeah, I mean, in five years, no one will remember this anyway. If she gets it taken out, she, her, she will literally look different, too. But, but from 21 to 28, your She'll face, look completely different. Your face will change enough. You know, she could even, like, cut her hair, diet. Yep. She'll probably lose weight or gain weight. And then people will... No one will remember. This is a weird yeah. story. Mm-hmm. And there's always one of these, two of these, three of these a week, where you're like, oh, that's crazy. Then you forget about the one you just read about, and then... Yeah, if like that, you know, the, the guy who tattooed his whole body looked like a skeleton. Yeah. If he got all those taken off, we would have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like that, I mean, almost the best thing about he, our attention spans being a little shorter is you can make a humongous mistake. Yeah. And no one gives a shit. People forget. People forget so fast. Yeah. I mean, unless it's, it has to be, it has to involve a lot of money. It has to be a real big deal. And that's the thing. Being a freak is not a... You're not hurting corporations. You know who we, we've already forgotten about? The guy with two dicks. Wait, who? Remember, you don't remember that guy? No. There's a guy who was born with two dicks. They both work. Oh. It's bizarre. Oh, man. And it's a real thing. It's like an actual condition or something. Yeah, I mean... But he's born with two working dicks. It's really weird. And there's like, there's, I don't know, this video, but there's I, I would just be like, hey, attach one to the other so I got one huge one. Right, yeah. A, a double-headed. Yeah. Well, two is a bummer. Yeah. It's weird. 
The pi- I saw the pictures and I'm like, this is the fucking weirdest. Ugh. But that guy should date Triboob Girl. See, in the in there is a in the like 50s and 60s, you don't leave that like they they would have just operated on him. Oh yeah, because they're gonna be like, well, we just uh, my wife just gave birth to a monster, and yeah. when she wakes up, I'm gonna tell her, and then we're gonna both agree to have the either the child killed, yeah, uh, and then throw him in a river. Or they, we're going to operate and remove it. If there was possible. like a whole episode of Masters of Sex where a kid's born like a hermaphrodite. Yeah. And the da- and, and the doctor wants to leave him, like leave him alone, just let him be kind of like what will be a feminine, maybe a feminine-ish dude. Uh-huh. And the dad's like, no, no, no. You're making him a woman immediately and finds like a weird doctor to do it or whatever. Yeah. They just, back then it was like the gender roles. There was no like future for someone like that. It was like their life would have been torture. Uh-huh. So they just changed that shit. There wouldn't. There's no two dick, two dick dudes <laughs> back then. There probably were, and just they they operated on them immediately when they were babies. Yeah, but yeah, that I mean that was a news story. A few I don't even know. But was he an adult? He was an adult. So he's so he was born in eighties or seventies, something like that. Yeah, and then decided to be like, hey, guess what I am? Yeah, I mean maybe the strategy if you're if you're in a situation like that. To where you have something about yourself that is very, very, very different mm. and would have a tendency to put a lot of people off. The strategy would be to tell the whole world to kind of broaden the base of people that are aware of you. So maybe someone would be like, hey, I kind of like the idea of someone with two dicks. like, And not be freaked out by it. To where if you're just introducing it to people one at a time, right. you're really, you're kind of... It, the odds of you inter- finding the right person are, are slim. Whereas if you're like, hey, I'm the dude with this, or I'm the woman with this, someone will be like, hey, I kind of like that. Uh-huh. And make it, you know, like a, to me, an, uh, like an obvious transgender or an obvious transvestite probably gets more dates than one that's more confusing. Right. Because someone is probably out there going like, no, I, I like drag yeah, queens. Like that's, spe- that's my shit. Yeah. I want you to look like, I want you to look like a dude dressed as a woman, not a woman. Right. Yeah. So in six months with this triboob girl, yeah, what's what's the theory? What do we think is going to happen? TV show, you think guaranteed. Less. That show starts filming in Tomorrow. the next two weeks. <laughs> right. There, she's got a lawyer, probably, mm. and that show's being negotiated. She's on camera within ten days. We have to also uh, preface this with provided it's real. Yeah. Now if it's fake, obviously whatever, it's going to be dead. She's still like on camera. Still a funny story. Yeah, but I'm saying like a full-on TV show. Or I think special. she it, the, the special she has a show. It's about her having three boobs, not wanting to date. Why? It's about her going on dates with dudes. And you so you get to see the dudes who want this, <laughs> right? And then it, and then she gets it removed. Right. That's she, the show. Yeah, she realizes months down the line like you know what this was a mistake it's only caused more trouble yeah than than it's worth i'm gonna get it taken out plus i can't find any good bras yeah bra shopping so is this, possible. Is, this is a nightmare i'm going broke on on clothes yeah like what and the then fuck are you she wearing? gets it removed it's like i have my life back misses the fame gets it put back in <laughs> but first time she gets it removed does she keep it does yeah, she put for it sure. In a jar for sure on the mantle. Here's the thing: she's not going to be making these decisions. These oh, decisions better yet gets it removed, sells it for fifty grand. 
<laughs> Someone will buy that. This decision, all these decisions will be being made by her producers. Right. And she, they'll be like, do you want, look, we got an offer for next season. They said, if you get the boob put back on, it's this much. And honestly, I can't wait till one day, by the way, like a couple of years from now, maybe at some party or some show or whatever, talking to someone. What do you do? I work in the, if I produce TV. Oh, what kind? You know, reality. Like, oh, what have you done? Ugh. <laughs> Three's Company. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, you seem too young for that. Three's Company was a no, scripted show. No, the new show. one. No, that other one. Wait, the one with the three boob girl? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just some miserable fucking guys. Like, All I got out of it was this $12 million. I know. I mean, I, I, uh, I notice, I think of it as like steroids for athletes where they look at their career and they go, okay, if I take these things, mm-hmm. I'll end up with, it's a sacrifice. I'll end up with uh, maybe a, a five years off my life, but an extra $10 million. Right. My family's family will be taken care of. I'll be a superstar, get in the Hall of Fame. Or, you know what I, I liken it to, too? Like, 80s porn, there was a lot more of this, but like women with cartoonishly large breast implants. Right. And now they, they all had them taken out. But it was like, okay, I'll do this for 10 years. Mm. I'll be this, like, stripper cartoon. I'll tour the country, make a lot of money, hopefully, and then I'll get them taken out. Yeah, I'll retire them. Yeah, and, and then and you know then you kind of go back to what I guess is a normal life. Right. And, and hopefully you made money with them and didn't just do it and now have just weird stretchy skin yeah. and surgery bills. I mean, the bummer is if you get something done, it doesn't work. Then you don't have the money to fix it. Yeah, but with the show, this potential show. No, no, the show. Yeah, it'll, it'll all be taken care of. It's too big of a news story to not be a show. But again, we just said, people forget, in a week it'll be nothing. Three boob girl is pretty weird. Because you know what? It's, it's the same as the guy with two dicks, but you can put it on TV. You can't put a guy with two dicks on TV, not on regular TV. That's but true. But three boob girl, you just put her in a weird bikini and you have her walk around and that's your show. Right now, there are interns at these like news networks, like uh-huh. Huffington Post, not like real ones like New York Times, but who <coughs> are getting yelled at by an editor going, find more people like this. <laughs> we got to keep this story afloat. Find yeah. anyone who wants to do this. Yeah. Find someone who will volunteer. Find someone who's had it done. <laughs> find someone who has a gen- genetic deformity where she kind of has a third boob. Somewhere today in the news, a, a news producer, a segment producer screamed at someone because they got the story second yeah someone lost their job today because they lost yeah. three boob girl he's in an office right now going god damn it we are gawker <laughs> we are made <laughs> yeah. for these stories you're gonna let those assholes at huffington post get yeah. this before us a guy a guy punched his desk today because yeah. he was set, came in second place on a, a woman who got a third boob. Harvey Levin right now at TMZ is punching a hole in that like yeah. clear dry erase board thing that he writes on. Why doesn't T- I mean TMZ is the one who go who, if I'm it, T- Harvey Levin, I go to her and I'm like, "Hi, I'm TMZ. Yeah. I'm secretly in control of all media. Right. You want to make a TV show? I work at Fox. Yeah. Here's 10 million bucks. Let's do this." Yeah. And you give her ten million, but you own everything, so that's all she'll ever get. Then you go make a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's beautiful. The world is beautiful. It's fucking <laughs> garbage. <laughs> it's all garbage. <laughs> but now it's made it she has made it so much easier on women that just get normal breast implants. Mm-hmm. 
Like, well, I didn't look. I'm not getting a third. Yeah. Hey, I'm only enhancing the two I have. Yeah. I'm not getting a whole new one. And really garbage plastic surgeons are like, I would never do that. Yeah. It, look, the worst, like the worse a small number of people are, the better the whole looks. So like sure being that crazy makes us all be like, huh, not so bad. Like, you know what? I was thinking about this yesterday. I was on the promenade. And I wanted, uh, before my show, and I wanted to go into Coffee Bean, but unfortunately, like, a crazy person went in right before me, and I didn't want to stand in line for five minutes behind, like, a legitimate crazy person. Right. And I was thinking about how overused crazy is. Did the I, the we, term? Like, the term, people crazy? We call people, and I do it, too. We call people crazy all the time. Like, oh, yeah. Sometimes it's a compliment. Like, that dude's crazy. He doesn't give a fuck. It should be like a. It should be like screaming fire in a theater because now you can't get any. You can't get any help. Right. Like it should be reserved for emergencies. Yeah, like full on lunatic crazy. Yeah, like when you yell "this guy's crazy," cops should run towards you to yeah. fix the problem. And this woman in front of me, she wasn't super crazy. Just her clothing choices were so bad that I was like, "Oh, this is." You're she nuts. Wearing like a trash bag. No, it was no, no. Her her body. Her love handles were, and she wasn't an overweight woman necessarily. Her love handles were puffing out so far over her jeans Mm -hmm. that you could tell she was probably homeless. Jeans weren't even super dirty, but you were like, oh, that, you probably had those when you were maybe on the streets doing a lot of drugs, and now, like, you still wear them, like, full just, like, ass crack out. Right. Because they were really, like, low rider jeans. the hair situation? The hair wasn't so crazy it wasn't good it was in between like frazzled looked like a comb hasn't been through it no it wasn't that bad it was like it was like things had been bad for her for like maybe three months not but not even i don't mean three months like on the street just like things had have not been great things had taken a turn unraveling yeah which i always i mean we always see homeless people when they're like kind of done and cooked yeah but I'm always fascinated by the people where it's like you can see it. It was it just happened like this weekend. Yeah. Where, where like, those shoes are still pretty new. The clothes is good. But the look in the eye is like, oh, you've been gone a while. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you had a bad you had a bad two weeks of really hard drugs. Right. And some other things. Like you get kicked out of a thing. You know, you get kicked out of your place. Yeah. You're in a halfway house and you yeah. stab a guy. Yeah. And you got like, to fight. You're, you're on the street. See ya. Yep. Where the like. I saw a guy recently who had just the most normal clothes you uh, you could imagine, and he but he was clearly homeless. Uh-huh. I, I same I saw a similar guy in Portland when I was there, and he he just looked like a normal Abercrombie like fratty guy, but you could tell he'd been homeless for probably about a week, and it was just heroin, you know? Yeah. Because he had he was kind of looked like he was nodding, and and it was just you're like man what what happened where were the steps? Every once in a while I want to ask a homeless person I'm like dude what happened. You do? No, I want to. Oh, you want some, to. Some of them, when I see them, I go, I just want to go like, how did you get here? Yeah. It'd be, I, I doubt they would tell you the truth. Yeah, that's why I never ask. Yeah. I'm like, they're either going to lie or just say, fuck off, or like just spin out of control and attack you. It's like there's too much risk going on there. I always just try. I mean, I find myself just wondering or looking at them trying to figure out which one... Which ones is it more their fault versus less their fault? By the way, um, New York City, not that many. It's not just homeless people everywhere. No, New York is the safest it's ever been, ever. 
It's a safe place to live. It's very safe. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. People walking around all hours of the day and night. Well, that's what makes it actually kind of safe. There's so many people around. Is if you scream, a lot of people will hear it. Right. Yeah, New York parts of town are like, okay, this is getting kind of sketchy. Um, and, and I'm saying in like lower Manhattan. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's like things are open fucking all night. Everyone walks. Yeah. Everyone's on the subway. So you're, you're always surrounded by people. Yeah. It's like not the New York that is still depicted in movies and in the news from like the fucking 90s or 80s. Yeah. It's nothing like that. No. You have to be so rich to live there. Oh, it's insane. You have to really, you have to make quite a bit of money to live there. Criminals don't live in the city. Yeah, yeah. It's just not a thing. It's not like that. San yeah, Francisco will be like of, that. Lots of parts of Brooklyn that like 10 years ago were like, oh, you don't want to go there. Are yeah, now no. like gentrified and everything just keeps going east into like Queens. New York is going to have to come to terms with the fact that it's not going to be that tough. And like 20 years ago, like guys, look, it's expensive, but stop being like, this is New York. You got to be tough. Like, no, you just got to be rich. Yeah. You got to have money. But that's not just like anything can happen. No. Not really. Yeah, it's more the survival. The tough is a survival, and like that, you need to like you know hustle and make money to live to live, or just be a rich kid, of which there are so many. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're walking around like Soho and things like that. You're just like, how does how do all these people have all this money? Yeah, like where the fuck? I mean, we always I or you don't forget, but like that's where the entire finance world is. Just people only when you go way down like south to where like the into the financial district and stuff is do you well, think that's the only place you ever see those people do you don't do you think they live there though or they just work there a lot of them live there I and mean, then but then like a lot will live in like upper manhattan upper west side or east side yeah like, near the park and stuff um but when you're just walking around it's not like you're you know that's another depiction of new york where you it like you think it's all giant skyscrapers and then people in suits running around with no time for anything because they're making like big fucking deals with fortune 500 companies and you don't see any of that shit there. You go way down there into the financial district, Wall Street, and stock exchange. That's when it's like you look up and all you see is sky rises and people in suits everywhere. But then when you're in like Lower East Side, East Village, West Village, and Soho and all those areas and like Midtown and stuff, it's like just a bunch of fucking people walking around living their lives. What did like New York's usually ahead fashion wise and culture wise? Right. Do you see anything where you're like, oh, that's what's happening? Well, my or that's where it's the going. The first week was a little skewed because I got there during Fashion Week, uh, so it looked like characters out of the Fifth Element were just walking around. A lot of like, those, a lot of those genie pants. Yeah, and like shirts that are shaped like triangles. You're yeah, like, what the fuck is this? I love Crazy that haircuts. shit. I love Fashion Week. It's I love so the weird. way those people look. It's so weird. It's cool. Yeah, the streets were like runways. I love that insane. shit. Yeah, walking around like Soho and stuff, like that first four or five days, you're just like, whoa. I think I could, I think it that actually would be kind of a cool life if you worked in fashion uh-huh. to where like, those. I mean, a large part of their like discretionary spending for people that work in fashion is on clothing. It's like right. their hobby. So like every day you're like, I'm going to create myself There's today. A play, and I know you don't like New York, but if you ever have to go I'm there. I'm okay with it. Before I left. You're like, have fun in that garbage. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Those I were just, your exact words. I just can't. It's too crowded for me. <laughs> that is the definition of hate <laughs> when you say that. I'm not down. Not um, there's a place called Oak. 
It's a clothing store. Okay. And it is where all those people get that stuff. Okay. You go in there. Everything is black and white. There's yes. no color. All the clothing is black and white. Nothing is regular shaped. The shirts <laughs> are either incredibly long. Yeah. Sleeves are all weird. Pockets are in weird areas. There's like like t-shirts with hoods. And like there's just like the weirdest shit. Everything's $400. You just walk in there. All the employees look like that place is their life. Their right. haircuts are all weird. And they're all wearing that kind of clothes and stuff. And like giant oversized, yeah. you know, like converse with a tongue goes up to like a yeah. kneecap for some reason. It's just <laughs> the weirdest shit. And you walk in there and they're staring at you like, who is this alien that just walked into the store? And I'm looking back at them going, who is this alien who's working at the store? Yeah. You're just staring at each other like, I can't make sense of this other person. Me and Dean were in Beverly Hills. We were helping our friend buy a watch. Right. And we went, Dean wanted to go to Yves Saint Laurent because I guess they have some crazy leather jacket. Yeah. And it, it's not that gnarly, but it's, it gets there. Like everything was mostly black and white. Right. All the employees were wearing basically all black or, or something yeah. and they looked at me first of all they looked at me and dean as a combo like what in god's name is this yeah and but they looked at us like you guys are and i was wearing all black to be fair <laughs> yeah. i was wearing all black and they were just like what are you doing in here but D- and but you know uh, classic dean knew the guy who ran the store <laughs> like we walk in he's like dude is richard here and yeah. then the guy was like yeah dean what's up like it's fucking the funniest shit to me yeah like Everywhere we go, he know, not just like knows a dude that works there, right? Knows the dude that runs it. We went to the Panerai store; it's a watch place, and he's like, he do the other, you know, the guy. Not only the guy who runs the store, he runs all the Panerai stores, <laughs> right? And the guy not only was like, did not only didn't just remember, Dean was like, dude, I lost your number, been trying to contact you for months, right? It was amazing. That's funny. Yeah, but those that sort of, it's weird that sort of fashion. I look at it and it look. I find it. I think it looks pretty cool on people, but you don't see it like necessarily trickling down. No, it's only for those people. Yeah, which is like how Japan is. Yeah. Now, if it were like a lot cheaper, I bet more people would try it out. They're well, like, no, there's versions of there's cheap versions of it. You can buy that. You can buy the big, long, super long, droopy stuff at at Topshop or H and M. I mean, but that was like that. That example was like that was the most normal thing there. All the other stuff was like. You don't see it at regular places. Oh, yeah. J. No, Crew no, no. and H&M, and they're not selling any of the stuff that they had at this place. Yeah, no. It was fucking bizarre. I, I like that shit. Yeah, it looked cool. I mean, we, we walked around in there for a good 45 minutes. Like, none of us were going to buy anything, nor could we if we wanted to. Yeah. But we still walked around like, this is, look at this. Well, check this out. What the fuck is that? It was, yeah. just, it was 45 minutes of that. But, I mean, to be honest, that's probably what most of the people, most of the... You forget how many tourists are in New York. Oh, yeah. So I bet you it's a lot of people that don't even look as cool as you who are walking in like, oh, look at this, Milo, check yeah. it out. Like tourists that are wearing like fanny packs and cargo shorts. Yeah, and yeah. Nor- norm core. Right. But not on purpose. Um, no, that's tourist core. Tourist core. Norm core is like <laughs> old, old people, regular. Yeah. Was there anything you saw that looked cool that you, that you don't see here that you're like, oh, I should get into that? Uh, you mean fashion-wise? Yeah, fashion-wise. Um, not really. That Oak was the weirdest store I went into. There was another one that had really weird shit too that I've, I've heard the name and I think they have a store out here. I can't remember the name right now, but it was like Oak, but with more color in the clothing. Right. But just super bizarre, crazy shit. 
where you're like, you can't, unless you work in fashion, you can't just walk around with this. But I did notice in general, like style is more of a, a thing out there because you're on foot more and you're out in public more. So yeah. there's more of a reason to like wear outfits. You see I, more people with like, that's an outfit. There's like yeah. kids out there, teenagers and like, you know, guys in their twenties who are like, who look more fashion con- conscious. Yeah. Because their entire body is out in the world most of the day. As where we are like, we're either inside somewhere at home or we're in a car heading somewhere. And yeah. we're only really like, unless we choose to go out, we don't really need to dress up. Yeah. I but don't have... It's like you leave the house, it's like you're being seen all day. I don't have bad style, but I feel... I don't feel like I look good in New York. Right. When I go to New York, I notice that I look less cool. I feel like I look less cool there for sure. Yeah. Because the there people do put much more of an effort into their style there. Yeah. And now, I mean, here, LA has more of a... Like you kind of try to look laid back here, or people do, but New York is way overboard and look like Hollywood glamorous, where you're wearing like dresses and heels when you go out, and like fucking wingtip shoes and like sleek looking, you know, a suit but with no tie with like the dress shirt. Yeah, a lot of those like nightclubby people do. Yeah, those are the two. It's either like try not to give a fuck, or I'm like, look how fucking badass I look. Yeah, it's the it's the off work agent. Right, yeah, yeah. Who's like, this is a nice suit, and you know it. As we're in New York, it, there's more of it. Looks like there's more of a emphasis on like, like well put together casual outfits. Well, that's well, you always hear like the thing in New York you could do is just wear the same thing every day, which a lot of people do. Right, right. And it's because you just kind of find a look and you stick to it, and you're like, this is my look. But I think more people there have looks. Yeah, they figure out a look and they stick. I mean, my friend Brett has had the same look for like 15 years, and it's right. specific. Like, I've gone, he'll come out here, we'll try to go shopping, and he won't buy anything because he's like, nope, it's not It's not there. It's like, it's not right. Uh-huh. You know, like, things have to be right. And also, I think that's a product of, you live in a small apartment, you don't have a lot of storage space. That's true. So you can't just, like, I went through my closet the other day. I'm a fucking hoarder. <laughs> and I was just like, why do I have this many of like the same thing over and over again like you yeah. wouldn't do that 28 in plaid shirts dude not even plaid i mean it's the black t-shirt thing is what a real is the real problem but How yeah many black t-shirts do you have 40 no fucking way yeah i gotta see the pile when we're done okay because i can't even visualize what 40 black t between skate even at a store they only put out 10 between <laughs> skate t-shirts and plain ones 40 wow yeah that's a lot they're easy to buy, and I always they wear go them. with everything. Yeah. They go with everything. It, I only have to do laundry like once every two months because I just have <laughs> so many. <laughs> yeah, and I've been the same size. Like some of them are old. Like I've, I've. There's some in there that are ten years old because yeah, I, I just a few of those. Yeah, I haven't. It's not like I haven't gained or lost weight, so they still fit. Yeah, yeah. I, I just have. But yeah, I have way too many plaid shirts. I have way too many like Oxford shirts. Right. It's just dumb. But in New York, you just what you don't have the space for that shit. I'm selling a bunch of shit tomorrow. Really? What are you selling? Clothes. Just I don't fucking wear. I don't need. <sighs> I need the money. I it's wish like, it's I just w- money that's sitting there. I wish like someone that. was my size so I could give them clothes. Because I don't know clothes. To, the what? To give? What do you mean? My, like I want to get rid of a lot of these clothes, but I kind of don't like. They're not really that sellable, to be honest with you. Like the stuff I have, so I'd rather like. But a lot of it's in good condition. I want to just like. I wish well, someone give was like. Give them to me, and I'll whatever they take, 
Whatever they buy, they buy, and whatever they don't, just fucking take to a goodwill. Ugh. Fuck those poor people. <laughs> Fuck poor people. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it's better than it just sitting around, and then you will actually feel better because you're like, fuck, there's space in here now. Yeah. Because all it's going to do is continue to sit there. Yeah. And if you can make like, even if like, say you have, you're going to get rid of 15 shirts, and Whoa. really you're like, oh, they're only going to buy five. That's still five they're going to buy, and it's money that's just that's no longer sitting in a closet. And then there's now space for more shit or at least when you look at it there won't be that stress of like there's so much fucking stuff in here i don't want i bought a skateboard deck online last night from where socalskates.com they're where Uh i buy all my skateboard stuff the same place you get all the stickers yeah they had some really sweet stickers so i saw them and bought them yeah and then they had a deck and i was like you should definitely get this you definitely shout out i went to the mishka store oh yeah brooklyn how was it and it was so fucking cool did you get anything uh, I got a bunch of stickers. That's why uh, I reminded. Yes. Uh, they had some fucking cool stickers, dude. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They had a lot. Know. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. There's, the, you know, the eyeball? Yeah. Uh, one of them was uh, in the style of like a uh, pizza. Oh, but shit. With one slice missing. Yeah. Super cool. That's uh, good. They had these like crazy looking Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. ones. Um, sort of like a deranged, insane Mickey Mouse, all black and white. Yeah. Uh, that one was cool, and then the the bear. Yeah, the one I have of the. I shirt. didn't realize they're fucking with stickers that much. Oh, I dude, they have a lot of good ones. Guess what I'm doing as soon as we stop talking. <laughs> yeah, because like, dude, and they're all like a dollar. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> like I bought. They had this sticker pack of the a skate design that I that I loved as a kid, and it was a pack. It was like. Seven stickers for ten dollars. Like, well, then I will buy fourteen of them (laughs) for no fucking reason. Yeah, but to look at them, it's great. So cheap. Yeah, throw them on your computer. But I bought a Mike. I bought a Mark Gonzalez Vision reissue deck. Mm -hmm. Dope. I mean, it's one of the most important skate graphics ever. Right. For real. Like it is like a seminal graphic of all time. What does it look like? It's like a it's it's basically a very 80s graphic. Oh, it's not here yet. No, 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 it's not no. here yet. It's a very 80s style graphic portrait of Mark Gonzalez, but it just it looks perfectly. It says 80s skateboarding almost more than any design you'll ever see. Uh-huh. It just it, that whole style, everything's like flat and like jagged, and it it just looks like new wave. I it's just so good. Realize this. It just occurred to me. I'm surprised. In fact, I'm shocked. That you don't have a skate deck tattooed on you. I have thought about it. I've thought about it a lot. Okay. I don't know which one I'd get. But couldn't it just be a blank? Like you, I'm not saying you have to get like a specific recreation of a oh of a design. But just having a skateboard tattooed on you. I don't skateboard that much anymore. It could be a. I like the idea of just the shape of a deck. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah what i mean it could be like this is back when i used to do this stuff like a cool shape i mean there were so many cool shapes back then yeah yeah i mean i don't know i never i mean i never felt like that's a pretty hardcore like i skate every day thing you know right like those dudes i think you kind of got to earn a skateboard tattoo (laughs) earn it i'm I'm serious i think you kind of got to. you think you could do 
But I mean, that's part of your like. It's still like a part of your life. You're. Oh no! It was a huge. It's a huge. It's a huge part of my like visual culture life. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I, I almost think then I should get like an actual figure out like what my favorite graphic of all time is, and get that. Yeah, because I mean, you have a football helmet tattooed on you. But if I look, if I could get that removed Uh-oh. without it hurting, it'd be gone. Why don't you get a skate deck? Put right over, right across the middle, it's right over the, the top. Party. <laughs> I should get. I could it maybe could be, get a skateboard over the top of it. Yeah, or in the helmet, like a crisscross skateboard, Fo- like the skulls. Skate team, a football. Yeah, a football skate team. Just two decks. Yeah. There's yeah. A, there's that company called Four Star, and their logo is a skull with two decks. Awesome. Could maybe do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that thing sucks. I hate it. You but no, hate I hate it. it now. I don't hate it. But I you don't like do it. Something about it. I don't want to. You know, I kind of don't feel like getting a tattoo, and I and like the to cover it or fix it or change it is not like I get pretty simple tattoos. They don't take very long. I'm like, man, I don't want to sit there for four hours and bleed. Oh yeah. I'm kind of like I don't feel like it. I don't. <laughs> I can. I can still feel the pain of it, like of mentally. Yeah, the last one. I'm like, dude, that'll fucking hurt. Yeah, they don't really hurt. I guess it depends on where you get them, but yeah. No, that one's a total boner. <laughs> it's funny. It's one of the bigger ones you have. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is. That's so funny. It definitely is. That team needs to start doing great. They're not doing bad. That's good. They're doing okay. Do you feel it in your arm? <laughs> Better they do. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you could turn you could turn the orange part into like half of a sunset or something. That's funny. Yeah, I've I've looked at it occasionally and been like, what could I turn this into? It's there, easy. There I, is a lot you could do with it because I it is just easily, plain orange. I could easily turn into a skull, but the problem is there's a skull next to it already. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. I was thinking I could turn into a profile portrait of Cub because his fur is dark enough to where I could like, you know, the, the dark ink could, and you could use the orange a little. Meaning like his face would be in the helmet? He'd know his face turn. would cover the helmet. I thought of putting his face in the helmet. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, but then it's still a helmet. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Or not. More, I think the likely possibility is I do nothing about it. You just forget it's there. Cause yeah. it, I mean, yeah, you don't, you don't really think about it most of the day anyway. No, I don't notice them most of the time. Yeah. But I, yeah, a skateboard shape would look kind of cool. But again, I, I don't know. I oh, Dude, every time I think I, I, can, I can start skateboarding again, I get, I get a like some kind of job to where if I get hurt. Yeah, you can't. Sucks. This is not a thing you can go out and do all the time anymore. No. But they're so great. Skateboarding <laughs> is almost like a mode of transportation. Yeah. In New York, I noticed. Because everything's flat. Mm-hmm. And everything takes like 10, 15 minutes to walk to. I tell you, I respect the shit out of guys that came up being skaters in New York. Because it's so much more crowded, people-wise, first of all. And... The streets are narrower, some of them, a lot of them. The cement is of a completely different quality. It's rougher, and like more since cracks and more cracks, and it's older. And it's just bumpier. And then also, since all the buildings are kind of close, everything's sort of close. You have way less room to like get speed to build up. You have less room to land. You have no margin of error if you bail and your board goes into this. Like dudes that learn to skate in New York are, are but a that's different like breed. In Manhattan. If you're in like Brooklyn and Queens and stuff, the streets are way more spread out. They are, but it's still harder to skate just because it's more populated. Just more cars and everything. 
New York skating, I, I have a lot of respect for guys that skate in New York because it's a bitch. There's just less spots. And you have the weather. But honestly, a lot, I think a lot of it, it's the quality of the cement and the asphalt. It's just harder because it's just a fucking mess. It's bumpier. But like to fi- and you talk about like the kind of places you'd go here and like skate a spot and get kicked out by security. That shit's gonna happen in New York so much faster. You think so? Yeah, because those buildings are well guarded. Way they're way more well guarded, just because of the density and in the, in a city, especially like Manhattan, they don't want people fucking around. I wonder where people go to skate. They probably just go out to like the outer boroughs. There are like spots. They're kind of like outlier spots, but there aren't as many. There's the Brooklyn Banks. The most famous skate spot in New York is uh, the Brooklyn Banks. What's that? And they're these, like, uh, I believe they're, I'm almost positive they're called the Brooklyn Banks. They're these, like, brick, like, kind of embankments that are kind of, like, rounded banks, mm-hmm. basically. And and they they look like, I guess, red brick waves in a way. And they've been a skate spot for years. I think they're under a bridge. Right. And that's, like, if you look at skate videos from New York, you, there's not one that's almost ever been made without that spot. It's one of the most famous spots ever. So, like, but again, that's, and the reason you see it in so many videos is because there's just not a ton of spots. There's another spot in New York that's like an empty fountain and it has like a giant, uh, like, globe in the middle of it. I think it's in Astoria. I never went up to Astoria. But yeah, it's like, there are just not a ton of spots. I saw a couple actual skate parks, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, the nice thing is now there are so many more skate parks in the world in general. So I think there's a good one in Brooklyn. But it's one just, I saw that looked pretty good on the Lower East Side. Dude, they're all good. Especially com- now, like a way better neighborhood. That, than compared to fucking what I, I had as a kid, any of these parks are great. Even the janky ones are still like... Oh, I'll uh, bet. Because it's the fact that they're actual skate parks. Dude, there was nothing. Oh, I know. My mom had to drive us to Upland, and then that place closed. Whoa. She'd drive us to far. Upland every Saturday and far. sit in the car for five hours while we'd skateboard. Crazy. But yeah, now I mean, there's one everywhere. Guess how many coffee shops I went to. You seemed I've I've paid attention online. You seem to go to at least one or two a day. How many do you think I went to total? Uh, thirteen. Twenty-three. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I was there eleven days. Okay. And I went to two a day, pretty much. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was not even hard to do. I wouldn't think so. Because all you gotta do is like. In the morning, you want coffee. You're like, just get on like Yelp or wherever, or look up whatever list of coffee places, and you go, oh yeah, I want to try this one. You're like, oh, that's eight minutes from here. Didn't you use some? Don't you have like an app that tells you where like the dope places are? Um, no, there's no like app for it. You can just like look up a list of like. I thought you had like a website that told you like where the cool places are. And no, and man, I'm just fucking in tune with the underground, bro. Oh, they let me know what's up. Jesus Christ. Um, no, you know what happened is... Get it, the undergrounds, um, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. My, I have two friends that live out there who are like, you know, they enjoy good coffee as well. And they know I do to a weird, obsessive degree. Right. And they're like, oh, I got a li-. Each of them had their own list of coffee places. They're like, here's all the good ones in the city. And then a few they've also been meaning to try. Yeah. So that already gave me 15. Like, boom, right off the... Right off the bat. And then there were like a few that I had heard of. I was like, oh, I want to try those. And then some where you're just like looking, you're looking up the one you want and then you're like, oh, that's a little out of the way. Oh, what about this one? This looks good. And then you go to that one. So you just use Yelp reviews? No, 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 not reviews. Just like, okay. I can just, 
I looked. I'd look at the page and the name, and kind of look at a few pictures. The font. The font of what? Their name. Oh, on the actual store. Yeah. Well, the problem with the Yelp reviews for coffee shops is every fucking picture is of latte art. <laughs> and it's like I don't care yeah. how many, what kind of swans they can fucking make. There's what does a, their menu look like? There's a guy that does toy machine designs in latte art. It's pretty good. It's so aggravating. <laughs> it's so like it's cool. Okay, yeah, latte art looks cool. Wow, that's awesome that you did that. But if I, I want to know what the fuck the place looks like, if I want to go sit there, some coffee bars there's like five seats. Yeah, and then you like you know it's not meant for you to hang out at. But when you're looking through the pictures, you're like, they, some of them don't have websites. And if they do have a website, there's no picture of the layout. So you're looking through like, oh, this one has 238 pictures. Cool. The first 117 are like, hey, check out this latte art. Look at this swan. <laughs> this guy did a picture of the earth. This guy did. And you're like, I'm not going to go. Uh, but I, what I did notice is a lot of places are, and I don't really see this out here much, but it'll be a store that's selling whatever. And then in the front is a little coffee bar. So there's a place called Saturday Surf. Yeah. It's like an Australian surf shop. Yeah, yeah. Or I surf. follow their Tumblr. They have, you know, so yeah, they have surf clothes and yeah. whatever. They're very popular. Yeah, yeah. And but when you right when you walk in, there's like a little coffee bar right yeah. there. Yeah. So you order your coffee and then look at the clothes and then in the back there's like an outdoor seating area that kind of feels like a garden and all around you is just like old brick buildings. It's in Soho. Jeez. But there were like a bunch of places like that. There's a place called Cafe Integral which is like a co-op clothing store and in the front there's a little coffee bar that serves like good coffee. There's a place called Jane Motorcycles in Brooklyn. Heard of it? Motorcycle shop. Yeah. With this all the Well, there's clothes. that motorcycle shop on um down here on Sunset that has a coffee place in front. It's right uh There's one in Venice, the same thing. Yeah. But I'm, it's it's not as um it's not nearly as common out here. No, no, no. But there, they were like a surprising amount that were like, oh, this is also I guarantee it will be common here because it's easy. It's, or not yeah, easy, yeah. but smart. Yeah. I don't know why there's not. Where I, like, on Hyperion, the, the fact that traffic. there's not a good coffee shop on Hyperion is so dumb. It's, the, uh, it's just the foot traffic. You don't need one because it's a five-minute drive to the next one. Yeah. Like but, there, you don't have one on Hyperion, but then there's LaMille over on Silver Lake Boulevard. Which is a great coffee. Oh place. yeah, yeah, you're right. So people can just because when you walk out of your door, you're not like, oh well, there's no coffee shop to walk. You're getting in your car anyway. Yeah. And we've just gotten accustomed to that. Like I would fucking walk to if there was a good one right there. I'd walk all the time. I feel like I thought there was. Oh, you know what? There is, and it's a it's one of what, those. What say cheese? Ones. Broom Street General Store. That I gotta go. Over. That's that's on Hyperion though. I mean, uh, that's on Rowena. Yeah, but it's like. Calm I mean, down. It's not that far. I, you know, I don't know what I've been to that place. They weren't nice to me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't. It's always been nice when I've gone in there. I, it was, and it it, it you know was used to work there. Randy Licky. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll give it another chance. Then. Yeah. The coffee's very good. Right. And then they sell like uh, they actually have decent clothes. No, it. yeah, that's what I found myself. I almost bought oh, a jacket. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. But I bought a juice and they were They're like Bell Staff jacket, like really nice shit. Not yeah. a lot, but you know, yeah. and they sell random. It's like a general store. It's weird. it's weird. Yeah. But the coffee's very good. Um, but yeah, there was this place called Abraso in the East Village. Some of the best coffee I've ever had in my life. Really? And it's a little walk-up thing. Like, you can barely walk in. There's enough room for three people to be in line and area to wait. Are you going to move to New York? No, everyone's asked me that. 
Did you think about it? Of course I thought about it. I mean, that place is kind of your shit, dude. It kind of is in a lot of ways, <laughs> but it what is not my shit about it? $3,800 a month yeah, rent? Yeah, the astronomical <laughs> figure it would yeah. involve to yeah. live there. I am not doing anywhere near that good to be able to be like, oh, guess I'm moving to New York now. The problem is and when you if you started doing that good, all you'd get for it is just living in New York. It'd I know. Just, yeah yeah i mean i couldn't live like where i was staying was super cool and like since you're out there visiting like you're getting way more like i did a ton of spots and Mm. i got money and it was great yeah and it was like a good trip in all those ways but that experience is not what would actually happen if you live there you know you'd move there and i i would do better than i would if i had just started stand up there for sure you know I'd get in at some of the clubs and I'd be getting spots, but it wouldn't be like a million a night. Wow. Because they're like, oh, you live here now. Yeah, you're just you're in the rotation. We'll just fit you. We'll give you some spots. Did you notice any trends with the New York comics? Did you notice like them talking about some similar things or style or like similarities? I mean, it's like, you know, regional humor like anywhere else. And then the biggest differences were um, the clubs are way smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes you seem like not a lot of physical comedians are be, will be coming out of New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Style-wise, it wasn't like, whoa, everyone's doing the same thing. It was, it was like, people like love to make this compare. New York comics are better. They're more like, there's more real comics. Yeah. But it's just like, it's just a bunch of fucking people doing comedy. Well, you know? uh, but that thing about it being smaller and less physical makes total sense though. And I will say that's what I notice. You don't see a lot of like, big performer like performance-based comics coming out of new york it's more writerly but i guess that a small room is it forces the comic to be more i guess you'd say real you know and so or just be like real on top of the joke there's a lot of like boom 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 yeah i mean there were like rooms that are like you know real small but like great like the stand is an amazing room yeah it seats probably like 80 but in pictures, you can't really tell you. It could be big. It could be small. But it's uh, it's downstairs, so low ceiling, and it's not huge. Oh, perfect. But, dude, it is when – it's, when it's, like, going off, like, you feel all that energy, right? Because it's right there in front of you. Yeah. It doesn't go – like, Gotham is big. Yeah. Gotham feels like if you're on the road. Yeah. So that's, like, a big room, and it just feels like a road room. Also, Gotham, like, the, the angle of it's odd. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like what I thought New York clubs would be like. But like Stand Up New York, Laughing Devil, The Stand, those were all like, okay, yeah, these are like New York comedy clubs. Yeah. Stand Up New York's also real cool. Right. The Stand seems awesome. Stand is great. They really they took good care of me there. They were awesome. And That's they have cool. like, on the ground floor is like a bar restaurant. It, the whole place is just, it's nice. Everyone that works there is cool. Another big difference, by the way, between the, the, the comedy scenes are there are way more rooms so you're doing way more spots, which means the shows run on time. Oh, wow. They fucking start on time. Yeah. No one runs the light because everyone has other spots to do. So if you're going to be, you can't, being selfish about your stage time fucks up everybody's night. Yeah. Because if you're going to go five or six, seven minutes over, someone's looking at their clock going like, I got to get on stage and I got to get up to the Upper West Side yeah. to do a show there. And your wor- your windows of time can be real narrow. Well, even if you think about the sets at like the Comedy Cellar aren't even long. So you right, have right. like famous comedians doing short sets yeah, and not 10, running 15. light. I mean, I think there's like, you know, there's some guys that are like really famous that will come in and like, I'm going to do yeah, a long set. Yeah, totally. But, but, you know, which is, that's, that's the exception. But 
But yeah, people aren't just like, oh, sorry, man, went seven minutes over. They're like, they're on, they do their time, they're lit, they get off, and then they're out the door to the next spot. Yeah, that makes sense. It was like, it felt, it just felt like people were more at work over there. They were like, I'm fucking hustling to get stage time. Because a lot of the comics are like, they're they're comics because they want to be comics. It seemed like there was more of that as well. Yeah. You know, out here, it's like this, you know. They're the business, the pull of the business, I think, out here, it just causes a different behavior, a different set of behaviors. There's a lot more comics, too, that out here that, like, they got into comedy or are getting into comedy because it's, like, it's something that their agent told them to do or manager or it would look good on a resume or they're like, I don't know what else to do. Well, also, if you want to get discovered as a comic in New York and have the opportunity to come to LA, you basically have to stand out. So you better yeah. be really good. You gotta get really good. So you have to basically become impenetrable, and then they're like, holy shit, we just saw this guy, we're, t- we're bringing yeah. them to LA. It just feels like more people that get into stand-up out there are probably doing it because they just they want to be stand-ups. Yeah. That's where if you're in New York, you're like, I want to be an actor, it's like, well, I'm just gonna move to LA. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to run a clothing store with a small coffee shop in front. Of <laughs> I think I'll be run good. the coffee part, dude. You run the clothing part, dude. Dude, dude. I've been I've been planning mentally our first occasionally awesome T-shirt in my head for at least four days. Oh wow, it's really cool. Let's do it. <laughs> it's really weird, but I think it could be cool. Dude, huh? let's do it. Jason Tebow is going to print it, of course, and I've already planned it. Would you guys buy sight unseen? But you know what Kevin's <laughs> capable of. Sight unseen. Would you guys buy an occasionally awesome T-shirt, an affordable one? I literally just doing stopped it talking. I thought there was going to be an audible answer. Yeah, right, right, yeah. I actually stopped. <laughs> like someone knocks on the door. I fucking. Oh, uh, we will. <laughs> just now, I st- I I paused like I was waiting for someone to speak. Right. Fuck. That's funny. The hell. Um well that's cool. That's that's exciting. You're gonna you're gonna want it to say occasionally awesome way bigger, it's not. <laughs> Who me? Yeah. Well, I don't want I don't, it's gonna I don't say know what it, it looks like yet. It's gonna say it's so small, but fine. in a way that's really cool. That you know what? The best band shirts are usually the ones where the name's fucking not even on it. Right. It's just cool. That's what we're artwork. that's what we're aiming towards here. Yeah. <laughs> we're the rock band of podcasts. We're only gonna make two two shirts. It's gonna be one of two, two, two shirts only. So yeah, we're not gonna. That's it. <laughs> Limited editions <laughs> uh, until you want to buy more. <laughs> um, where are we at? Let's call it, dude. Hour twelve. Perfect. Um, yeah, this has been good. Three so, boobs for everyone. Yeah, three <laughs> boobs for everyone. That's the shirt. It's just a picture of three boobs, and it says "occasionally awesome" on the third. The holy trinity of jugs. <laughs> Um, oh, if you think that's not going to be, that's not, okay, she's getting a show in less than 10 days. That's a t shirt tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's on Cafe Press, like Cafe Press or whatever. Someone's making a meme that is a oh, meme you know now. Where that is that place on Vermont that always does the EK. Yeah, EK. Every time there's a weird news story, it's like later that day there's a yeah. t shirt in the window. To it's be fair, crazy with I place. bought a skateboard necklace at EK in 1996. That place is cool. That Didn't I they wore have one in San Francisco. That I wore for that that uh, my skateboard necklace got me commercial acting jobs. Oh wow! And I bought a T-shirt, also EK, 
is where I won a K Rock contest to go see Beck. That's hilarious. <laughs> they all they do the neighborhood T-shirts. Yeah, and for a while they had a back room where they stole this idea or borrowed it from uh, this thing they do in Japan, where you could pay money and then throw figurines against the wall. Oh wow! Yeah, EK. I've been telling the guy that runs that place on and off for years. I'll go in there and I'll look through the neighborhood T-shirts. I'll be like Silver Lake, Glassell Park, Echo Park, yeah. Highland. You know all these different Sunland, Tahunga. I went in there. I'm like, dude. Every time I come in, I look through the stuff. There's no Locker Senna t-shirt. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no one's really asked about that. But yeah, Todd, I know where that is, man. I did the Sun to Hunga. I'm like, dude, do a Locker Senna shirt. I know at least three people that'll buy one. <laughs> That's all he needs. And he's like, all right, yeah, yeah, He's like, give me your email and we'll figure it out. And I gave it to him on more than one occasion. <laughs> and he's never done it. Because Locker Senna shouldn't be a priority anyways. <laughs> um, well, maybe it'll happen. La Crescenta's own and occasionally awesome. Right. Perfect. La Crescenta shirt. Perfect. All right. Um, well, we did it. Oh, wait. We don't have to uh, ask anyone to plug anything. Nope. Because we don't have a guest. Nope. And that's fine. We'll be both probably be at the comedy store this week. I'm taking a little break from that place. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week.